Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? My name is BJ. And my name is Me Too. This week, we're checking out a listener-recommended show on Facebook Watch, Queen America. Stay tuned to the end to find out what BJ's talent would be in a pageant show. Would it be singing? What would your talent be? I am talentless. Is that your talent, not having a talent? I don't think it's a talent. Well, listeners, clearly Me Too would not win a pageant in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And what would you do in Tulsa, Oklahoma? I'd learn a new skill just for the pageant. Okay, that's exactly what I would do. You can't just copy my idea. That's my skill, copying ideas and improving upon them. That is a risky talent to use. Speaking of talents, why don't you use your talents of show recapping to share what happened in this pilot episode of Queen America? Thank you for the compliment. This definitely is a talent. So in Queen America, we're following Vicky Ellis, played by Catherine Zeta-Jones, and she is a beauty pageant coach in Oklahoma. And so she helps train these young girls for their competitions. She has her own team. She has an assistant who acts as as a personal trainer for the girls. She also has another assistant who does hair and makeup to make sure that they're all styled properly. And she herself has styling skills like picking out outfits and making sure the girls are show ready. So in this episode, we see Vicky working with one of her contestants for an upcoming pageant. And she takes a break from that to go meet up with her niece, Bella. Her sister, Katie, wants Bella to go with Vicky to a pageant and have some bonding time. And Vicky also wants to give her niece a makeover. And so a good chunk of the episode, we see Vicky and Bella at inns when they try to bring their worlds together. Vicky's all about aesthetic and molding yourself into what society thinks is a better or more beautiful version of a person. While Bella is like, look, I like what I like. I don't like makeup. I don't want to wear very feminine clothing. And I want to eat Fritos. We also get some tension between Vicky and her sister, Katie, where we learn a little bit more about their family history and how they've gone down their own paths, both doing the best that they can with their own goals, but they're at ends on what's best for themselves and what's best for Bella. There's also some stuff with Victoria Justice. Shout out to her. I'm a fan of her. Yeah. She plays the character Haley, who is one of the pageant contestants working under Vicky. She's one of Vicky's clients, and we just see her training, but she's very much in the style of I'd say the ideal client for Vicky. She's willing to work out. She's willing to sweat a lot to lose weight quickly, even if it means fainting from dehydration. So she embodies a lot of the negative stereotypes people think of when they think of beauty pageants. I think that sets up everything for this world. Every time I say Vicky, I think of the evil babysitter from Fairly Odd Parents. Vicky, (laughs) and how did you feel about this pilot? I liked it. I'm not that interested in beauty pageants slash I'm not interested in beauty pageants. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say that. (laughs) But I think this was a fun setup. It got more interesting when Vicky was interacting with her sister and her niece. I think that dynamic has some potential for some not only good drama, but some good perspective on just how people view themselves and others in the world. So I think there's some cool messages that might come out of this show. I also predict 
predict there'll be a lot of good drama. Anything with a competition as a plot line is always going to have some betrayal, some surprises, unexpected results. And I think that can make for some interesting plot lines. What were your first impressions? I liked it. I thought that, like you said, there's an opportunity to tell some good stories. So there is the basis of a lot of drama. They're showing the different sides of the pageant world. So how destructive it can be with how people are manipulating their bodies and hurting themselves to fit into this standard of beauty for pageants. But you also see the other side of it where we'll meet Samantha, who is this poor contestant who tries to compete in the pageant because we'll later find out And this isn't, I don't think, that big of a spoiler. This is a path that she sees to make some money for herself and her family and actually have a scholarship go to school. So it's playing into the positive side of pageants that I think Miss America especially pushes on, which is the scholarship nature of the program. Mm -hmm. Though John Oliver did a deep dive into the Miss America pageant, and the scholarship game is a little shaky. They don't give out the money? Miss America has claimed that they've given out $45 million in scholarships and John Oliver basically took an entire episode to debunk that, if you will. Wow. There are a lot of questions there, but that's for a different episode. That's for a different group of people to talk about because I don't want them to come at me like they came at John Oliver. Would you consider a pageant for a scholarship? No. What if it was a full ride? I already got a full ride to college. This is in a hypothetical situation, a heightened fictional reality. For our listeners, we just finished watching Beverly Hills 90210 Reboot Reboot, which was painted as a heightened fictional reality uh no would you ever compete in a pageant no it just feels like too much pressure yeah i just don't think it's healthy it's not it's a lot of stress anxiety potential for bad self-image for example i know they love the sport for the most part but earlier this year i went to the ncaa finals and it really hit me that these are kids yeah they're young People were shouting obscenities at them. I'm sure people around me were betting money on these kids. Definitely. They're not even being paid to deal with all this. And there is so much pressure on them. And when the team that lost, lost, they were so emotional. And I really felt bad. Their schools are asking a lot of them. It can't be good for them. Speaking of asking a lot of, how do you feel about Haley pushing herself to such extremes? It strikes me that her character is one of those people who's very driven and focused. So in her mind, it's you got to do whatever to win because winning is what's most important. It almost seems like it makes her happy. Like when we reviewed Sky Castle and that oldest daughter who was in that unhealthy habit or cycle of studying to the point of not sleeping and wearing herself down just to achieve these high grades. But she also seemed to bring a strange joy from it, I think because of the way she was groomed to want to achieve at all costs and find joy at sacrificing herself to achieve at all costs, because that meant she was really giving it her all. I think there are some personalities. And like you said, they're probably groomed this way due to the people around them. 
syndrome where they thrive when they're in situations where they struggle to succeed. Like the no pain, no gain type of mentality is what they live by. So they're like, if I'm not suffering, if I'm not hurting, I'm not pushing myself to the limits, I'm not doing enough. What did you think about the relationship between Vicky and her sister? So there is a big reveal that comes towards the end where we find out Vicky has asked something very significant of Katie. And that has brought some tension, understandably so. I think because of that secret, it makes sense that there is so much tension. We do see a moment where Vicky says that she does respect Katie. Mm -hmm. So they don't like how each other are living their lives. But underneath all of that, I think there is this weird understanding where it's like, I get what you're doing. I just still don't like it. And I don't know how people can move past that, especially when they're family, because it's like, I may never like you. I must still love you type of situation. Yeah. So I imagine this tension's gonna always be there. And it seems like it's something that they have been dealing with their entire lives, even before this big secret, because they talk about their mother. At one point, Vicky says, I can rage just like mom did. So it sounds like their mom did a number on them too. Katie punched Vicky in the face. In the face! I didn't grow up with siblings, but I can imagine it's a big deal when you're willing to physically hurt another one of your siblings like that. She really got her. Clean hit. A clean hit. What did you think of Vicky's family and how that contrasts with the life she has and how she portrays herself? I'm actually curious about how the show will tease it out because she has these moments where her veneer slips and she becomes that hick person that she's running away from. And so I'm curious about if she becomes closer to her family and works on this relationship a little bit more, how that inner conflict in her will play out of the person she really wants to be regarded as and works very hard to portray versus the person that she's been suppressing. Mm -hmm. And I wonder as well if she has a little bit of almost survivor's remorse. Oh, So people that leave tough backgrounds will talk about sometimes experiencing survivor's remorse or guilt of making it out, but knowing people who are still struggling in a way that you know quite intimately. So I wonder if she will have some of those moments as well. Yeah. I think there's definitely potential for that. I felt that a little bit when she was looking around her sister's house. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious about that. The only thing, though, is Catherine Zeta-Jones, icon as she is, kept slipping in and out of that Southern accent (laughs) in a way that was a little annoying to watch. Yeah, I will also say Victoria Justice had a bad accent. Bad. It's tricky. Sometimes I'm like, just don't even bother. Because also you and I grew up in the South, and I don't think we have Southern Southern accents. I had someone recently ask me why I didn't have a Southern accent. That's strange. Because they were like, you grew up there? I was like, yeah. I'm like, where's your accent? It depends on what part of the South you're from. <laughs> some towns you don't hear it, some you do. That is so strange. You should have been like, some horrible like well I was hiding how I really talk. You caught me. <laughs> Only for you. And then you just go back to speaking how you speak. Every day I'm trying really hard to restrain myself and hide my Southern accent. You're Vicky. There you go. I'm hiding my Southern self. So are you. BJ, what's the nickname you love people to call you? Dumplin'. And this episode is brought to you by Audible, where you can find the pageant show themed book by Julie Murphy. Nice. Thanks, Dumplin'. Just go to audibletrial.com slash thepilotpod. You'll get a free 30-day trial membership, be able to browse their unmatched selection of 
audio programs and pick a title to download free and start listening. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash thepilotpod. Happy listening. And now back to our show. How did you feel about Vicky's relationship with her niece? It's complicated, but I think she means well. I think it's one of those things where an adult doesn't understand what a teenager is going through and how they feel about themselves and their emotions. Mm-hmm. And she might be a little harsh because there were unspoken, well, and spoken comments regarding her niece's weight and how that might be affecting how Vicky sees her and how Vicky thinks she should improve herself. Although I think Vicky was very careful about that only in regards to her niece for certain reasons. So she clearly loves her niece, means well, just doesn't understand her. What do you think? I agree. I think her niece is just looking to have her feelings and preferences validated. And instead, Vicky is throwing suggestions at her when that's not what her niece asked for. And also, I'm a little tired of the trope of the sad fat girl. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine how annoying it would be that this is the role I assume she gets over and over again. Mm. When she's literally pretty, not that your beauty validates anything, but that she could have just played an average teenager on this show too. Yeah, She didn't have to have this sad fat girl story and hopefully i don't want to count this out at the top of the show hopefully as the show progresses we get to see her find joy and not hate herself and her body i'm optimistic there is more for her it seems like vicky's sister and niece are gonna be relevant throughout the season so let's cross our fingers and hope they develop bella into more than a sad fat girl. I also hope that she loves herself and all of herself and not just despite the fact that she's fat. Nicole Byer talks about this a lot where people will look at her and be like, oh, you're not that fat. And she's like, no, I'm fat, but I'm just also beautiful. Those things aren't mutually exclusive. You can be fat and beautiful. Yeah. And so I hope that she feels that way. You can be fat and beautiful. You can be fat and healthy. You can be fat and happy. It's not a flaw. It's not a flaw. It's not a character flaw or a flaw of your body. So I hope that she finds that because also they almost immediately try to excuse or explain her weight when her mom says that she has a lazy thyroid like she can't help it and it's fine some bodies were just made a certain way yeah and i just wanted that to be the point hopefully see different perspectives yeah since they are tackling the whole superficial beauty aspect that comes up with beauty pageants although there is a chance that with samantha cole the kind of poor beauty pageant contestant we might hit on an angle that's more about your upbringing and your social status and your wealth rather than more of the different types of physical beauty. You know what movie or show did that trope pretty well, I would argue, is Dumplin'. Oh, I never saw that. She loved herself, not despite the fact that she was fat, but she just loved all of herself. I thought that was dope. Reminds me of uh, Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> Reminds me of Honey Boo Boo is something that really came out of your mouth in a positive way. She was a very happy child. I don't know how she's doing now. Well, they're back on TV. I wonder how they're doing. I won't review the show, but... At least when she was a little kid, she was very happy. She knew she had a little belly and she didn't care. Mm-hmm. 
no. that's a good message. She loved all of herself. That's true. Except they framed a reality show about her mom called From Not Too Hot. And it basically was just her getting, I think, her stomach stapled and a bunch of plastic surgery. Yeah. Her family has gone down a different path, but she started off fine. I mean, she was in the pageant world. Oh my gosh. Speaking of the pageant world, did you know that the moms dope their kids up so that they have good energy? With the pixie sticks. Yeah. For those toddler and tear type shows, they put pixie sticks and Mountain Dew, like a cocaine cocktail for kids. Yeah. So they got energy for their stage and talent and you got to be ready, alert. Absolutely wild. That's what I would do if you were my contestant. I would be like, me too. Just take a little bit of this. I'll hype you up. A pixie stick Mountain Dew cocktail? No, thank you. I'd give you one or the other. I'm not gonna load you up. And it wouldn't work. All that sugar, I would feel really like a rush. And then I would get sleepy. It would be so ineffective for me. Yeah. We'd be like, she's first. Put her on now. Go, 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 go. (laughs) (laughs) We got a time limit. All right, Beach. do you have any other thoughts on this show? Are you ready to rate? I'm ready to rate. What would you give... Facebook's Queen America. I would rate Would Watch Again casually. I think this story is interesting. It premiered back in November. So at this time that we're checking it out, you can already watch the full first season. I don't feel a need to binge it. Our regular listeners may know I don't binge a lot of shows. So I think this is a show I would pace out. I want to check out the next few episodes, see where it goes, see what Vicky's up to, see what happens to Victoria Justice. That's where I'm at. Wow. Two shows in a row that we agree. Oh. I totally am with you. I think this storyline is very interesting. I'm excited to see where it goes, but I'm not so compelled to watch the next one right now. So I'll probably watch it maybe on a weekly or even more spaced out basis, but I know that I'll finish it. Oh, nice. Especially since we're in the summer now and we have a few weeks until all of the fall shows come back. As of today's recording, we have 47 days until Superstore and The Good Place return. Yeah, we can do this. Well, if you want to find more of our recommendations, head to our website at thepilotpodcast.com. You can also subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. It helps people discover us. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. You can send thoughts, feelings, more show recommendations. We loved this one to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.